Hello, everyone, and welcome to the What's Up St. Charles podcast. I'm Nate. And I'm Nick. And we got another fantastic episode that we're going to be crafting here and building up as we're going to be learning about Fox.Build here in St. Charles, which is a makerspace. So for those of you that may not know what that is, we're going to delve into that in this episode. So we have Doug Kimber, who is the owner of the business, here to talk about Fox.Build. So, Doug, welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. Absolutely. So, um, before we get to talking about the business, you know, we've had you on the podcast, I think it was, what, two years ago or something? I think it might even be longer. Yeah. (laughs) It was like right when we started the podcast. So, yeah, you know, it's been a little bit. So, let's get a little refresher uh, on you. So, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? You know, how long you've been in the St. Charles area for? Maybe some favorite things to do here. Let's start there. Okay, well, Fox.Build was originally started in around 2016. I don't know, probably about this time of year. Okay. Uh, started by Rick and Tim, who had been at a makerspace in Naperville, but that never really materialized. They kind of never got any equipment or anything. So Rick and Tim branched off and started in a, uh, a second floor uh, rented building here in St. Charles. Yeah. I had been thinking about starting one myself i've been a maker my whole life uh, you know kind of got started with the maker thing when make magazine came out around i don't know 2001 or something okay and i thought oh this is just a really cool magazine they there's always just making anything everything there were there were no out of bounds things yeah as long as it was something you were making and so I, I got really into that and thought, oh, this is just super cool. Then they mm-hmm. started having maker fairs, and then they started doing maker spaces, and then different organizations did hacker spaces. And yeah. Um, I thought, you know, there's nothing like that around here, and it would be great to have one. Yeah. So I actually started looking at some real estate and poking around, and then one day my wife came home and said, hey, there's a big science says maker space up Charles. <laughs> and you're like, so, perfect. <laughs> yeah, so I ran right up there, joined that day, I, the first day I got there, and uh, after a while it became clear to me that it was just a little too small. Yeah. Um, and there were a lot of people doing co-working because it was makerspace and co-working. And where was that originally at? Was that, that... It was over on 2nd Street. Okay. Um, above what at the time was a dry cleaners. I think now it's a hair salon. Okay. okay. Gotcha. Um, so I approached Rick and Tim and said, you know, if I join in, can we move someplace yeah, huh? bigger? And they said yes. And we uh, we got the building at 11 East Main and uh, kind of haven't looked back. Yeah. So when you guys had that first original building and you guys were moving, so were you guys all three in on that point? Or did they did Rick and Tim join on later? or All, th- all three of us were involved in the move. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, and, and actually, all three of us are still technically partners, although Tim is uh, – his business expanded out of the makerspace. You know, at one point, he had every office but one on the first floor. Okay. And uh, they just outgrew us. A big success story. Yeah. No, and that's awesome to hear that, you know, his business has become successful. And, you know, it's always good to hear right. that. So, you know, as sad as we are to ha- have him, you know, leave. But it's still great to, you know, hear that success story. Yeah. Yeah. It's been very good for him and his wife. You know, uh, actually, she's the one that uh, is the business owner. Okay. It's uh, uh, A3 Environmental. They do a lot of... Uh, uh, environmental inspections and that kinds of things. Okay. Absolutely. So, so you had mentioned that you are a maker. What are some things that you create or oh like to? Yeah, or maybe <laughs> what some things that like got you interested? Like sure. when um, you first yeah. started off building, like what was some I, things that you like to build from the get go? I was just always making stuff as a kid, and, and I think okay. when I was about ten. My dad showed me how to use a table saw and, okay. and cut me loose, and uh, you know showed me all the safety things and. 
good. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I see any missing fingers or anything. Um, and you know, it's everything. I mean, I just building go karts and building tree wow. forts and cool. You know, it's I was into electronics as a kid and wow, I kind of. You know, if it was something that you could do, I kind of wanted to do it. Yeah. So at 10 years old, you were building go-karts? Uh, I was probably older than that. A little older. Okay. okay. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> you know, I, you know. By the time I was 12, but, you know, wow. I don't remember exactly, but by 12 probably, yeah. That's, wow. <laughs> That's so cool. So wow. Can you explain, uh, just real briefly for people that don't know, what exactly is a makerspace? It, it's kind of hard to explain without being able to show it when, okay. when you can show people but it's it's kind of two-pronged it's a community first of all okay. um it's a lot of people that are interested in making stuff and it's all kinds of different stuff sure. yeah the the thing that you might be more familiar with that it's sort of modeled after is a health club okay if you go to a health club you pay your monthly membership dues you get to come in you're going to make some friends there probably sure. um there's all kinds of equipment mm-hmm and you can exercise on whatever equipment you want. Yeah. But the makerspace, it's a very similar thing. There's all kinds of equipment. Almost guaranteed you're going to make some friends if you come in and spend <laughs> some time. Yeah. And, and you, you, you make, make what you want, and um, people get together, and, and you know, there's, there's individual projects, there's mm-hmm. group projects, mm-hmm. people teach each other, that kind of thing. So there's a strong community aspect to oh, it Oh, very, as well. very strong. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So in terms of, you know, some of the tools, like, is there a favorite tool that you have that you like to use? Like, are you more like the, you know, you talked about when you're 10, you know, you had the power saw and, you know, are you more like the saws? Are you more into like some of the, the sewing or anything that I know you guys got there? Or? <laughs> I know how to run all the sewing equipment, but you probably won't find it. <laughs> Fair um, enough. I, I do a bunch of woodworking. I mean, a, a lot of the furniture that we got there are desks and and workbenches and stuff. I built those. Um, so I, I like to do woodworking. Uh, yeah. It's more functional stuff that I do rather than artistic stuff with wood. Some of our members just blow my mind with <laughs> the artistic abilities yeah. they have on wood. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and then I like to do metalworking too. I yeah. do less of that, but I, I enjoy it. Yeah. And is there, you know, any project that you feel that like you've like if you were to like have the one project that was like this is like the the showcase of all my expertise is there anything kind of like that or is there any project that like in your in recent memory that you worked on that you have been really proud of anything like that i guess there's a, a handful of things i'm sort of proud of um, <laughs> obviously one, fox one build that, well, yeah that, that's actually where i spend more energy on you know the business <laughs> yeah. and all the stuff in it mm. than i actually do on my own projects yeah mm. Probably the closest to that is I've always had a fascination with wooden clocks. Okay. And a a number of years ago, more than I should admit, I bought a book, you know, How to Build Wooden Clocks. Yeah. It had patterns in it. So I've I've started one of those. I haven't finished it. But um, one thing where it wraps stuff together, there's some metal parts in it that you got to make. And and they're a little tricky. And it's a pendulum thing. And in the bottom of the pendulum is a magnet. And under the base is some electronics with the coil that keeps the pendulum swinging. So yeah. instead of, you know, hanging weights, yeah. you got a, you know, a battery or a wall ward or something powering this magnet. It can detect when the magnet's coming, pull it to it, and as soon as it detects the magnet moving away, it pushes. 
So okay. it just keeps the pendulum swinging. And yeah. Then, then the pendulum swings and clicks a thing, you know, basically once a second, once it's fully tuned. So. Okay. That, that kind of wraps up a number of the things I'm interested in. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the last question before we go into more talking about the business for our part two is our silly question, as we like to have on the <laughs> podcast. Just something to keep it lighthearted, have a little bit of fun. So, um, if you had to describe your personality as one of the pieces of equipment available in Fox Build, uh, which one would it be and why? Um, that's kind of a tricky one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think I would not want to be thought of as one of the 3D printers because they're probably our least reliable piece of equipment. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> that might be good. Um, and the laser cutter, while probably one of the uh, most popular things, yeah. it's only two-dimensional, so I... Don't think I'd pick that. <laughs> so I, I guess I'd probably go with the metal mill. Okay. It's, it's it's sturdy. It's reliable. It can do some amazing things. It's not particularly fast, but, it, <laughs> but it'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> and it'll get the job done. It'll, it'll get the job done, and it can, it can do a nice job. Absolutely. So cool. Well, awesome answer, Doug. So that'll wrap up our part one. Uh, we're going to go into part two, where we're going to talk more about Fox Build. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, welcome to the Break Between the Podcast. It's Nate. Hope you all are having a fantastic day and hope you have liked listening to our episode so far. It's been great to be able to talk to Doug and get to learn about Fox.Build here in St. Charles. They really are a uh, unique business. So, you know, if you're interested in makerspaces and kind of seeing if you want to make some new products, like if you want to, you know, build out a new uh, a chest or, or anything of, of that nature, maybe do some woodworking, anything that you need, Fox.Build has got it. So, um, we have a, some a brief announcements here that we're going to go into, so I hope you can stick around and listen to those. Um, let's get right into it. So first, I want to start off with uh, thanking everyone for coming out to the uh, St. Pat's Parade this past weekend. We hope you had a marvelous time. Uh, the weather was uh, great. Um, a little chilly, but you know we'll take it. Didn't rain, didn't snow, so we'll, we're absolutely happy with it. We want to thank all of our sponsors for their support for the event because without their support, it wouldn't have been possible. And then as well as our volunteers because our volunteers really do help make these events uh, unique and amazing and bring that community uh, feel to it. So thank you to our sponsors and our volunteers for all your hard work and for your dedication to making our events possible. Speaking of events, uh, you guys will want to mark your calendars for the After Image Film Festival, which will be happening on April 13th through 16th. It's an amazing event here where they show a bunch of small uh, film directors and their uh, movies here over at the Charlestown uh, Theaters. It's a really, really cool event to go check out some movies that maybe are uh, a little bit off the radar, but are still amazing nonetheless. So go check it out. Um, you can find more information on their website, www.afterimagefilmfestival.com. And then our next big event will be the St. Charles Fine Art Show, which will be hosted on Memorial Day weekend, that Saturday and Sunday. So make sure to mark it on your calendars because it's going to be a phenomenal event. We're looking to you know, really continue to grow and make it a, a fun event for everyone and have some really amazing artists as we always do. So make sure to have that on your calendars and we'll let you know more information as that comes along. 
Uh, if you want more information, you can check out our website, www.stcalliance.org, to find all the information on our event for the Fine Arts Show, as well as all of our future events with STC Live coming up in the summer, as well as any other of the major events. That will wrap up our break between the podcasts. Thank you all again for listening. Let's get right back into the action to find out what's up, St. Charles. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to go into part two of talking about the business. So, Nick, all yours. Yeah, so let's dive into Fox.Build. Can you just tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, what is offered? Um, we, we try to offer anything that we think multiple people would be interested mm-hmm. in. Okay. Um, we're a little bit limited. Uh, we don't have, for example, welding, um, okay. you know, melting metals, uh, casting, that kind of stuff. Uh, we'd love to be able to do that, but given, you know, it's a 125-year-old building with wooden floors, <laughs> it just doesn't Maybe seem like not. a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, we've had, we've had people on just about every area you can think of okay. uh, that, you know, that are members and interested in stuff. Um, so that, the nice thing about that is if you want to delve in some area you're not familiar with mm-hmm. there's probably somebody there that knows that area really well and and everybody always seems to be willing to chip in and answer questions help out if there's things that need help that mm-hmm. kind of thing so what are some of the more i guess common uh creators that utilize that space what do you see most um probably the woodworking, woodworking. and the textiles are the probably the most popular yeah the uh, other stuff seems to kind of come and go in spurts. Um, okay. For a while, we'll have a bunch of people work on electronics, and then okay. and those projects wrap up, and, and it kind of goes into a lull, okay. and then comes back some other time. Do you ever see, I guess, is that ever kind of seasonal? Like, you know, in the winter, you see more a, a certain type of creator, and then the summer maybe brings out a different type of creator, or not so I much? I don't think I've noticed that okay. pattern, but definitely we get busy right around Thanksgiving, right okay. up to Christmas, because there's all <laughs> the kinds of Christmas gifts being made. <laughs> the, uh, the laser cutter kind of runs nonstop for like six or eight weeks. Yeah, I remember, I think you're telling us that a lot of people like sell their stuff on Etsy and stuff, like during that, we, that time, so. A bunch of members that cover their membership with their Etsy accounts. That's so cool. We've got a guy that's making uh, Mandalorian images. Um, and what he does, he laser cuts different layers of plywood. Yeah. And then paints them and then stacks them all up to put together the whole, like, helmeted face. And then he makes a wooden oak frame and puts the whole thing together. That's and awesome. he sells those on Etsy. That's They're so cool. really, really that neat to look at when he's got them all done. Yeah. You know, you're looking at them as he's putting it together, and if you didn't know what it was going to be, it'd be hard to tell. <laughs> but when it's done, it's just like, oh, yeah, okay, that's yeah. really cool. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, we have to ask, where did the name Fox.Build come from? Well, that was there before I got involved, oh, but it sounded to me from the stories I've heard like it was just a brainstorming session. Oh, yeah. They sat around and... Uh, somebody suggested that everybody liked it yeah. and then uh, Rick's wife who's a graphic artist designed the logo with the fox cool. and the uh, the glasses for you know like like Jordy from Star Trek yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I always liked the logo so it, uh, 
we've uh, we've stuck with it. Yeah. We're in the Fox Valley, so it, it kind of yeah, well, go it goes hand in hand. I'm sure that's where the Fox Park came from. Sure. Yeah. And you've mentioned like a few of the things that have been created at this makerspace. Um, can you just talk about a, maybe a few others that come to mind that are really cool creations? Well, one thing I, I did want to mention today, we've supported a couple different high school groups. Yeah. Okay. Um, three, three years ago, probably now, maybe, yeah, probably about that. Um, two kids from St. Charles East came in. Okay. They had an idea. They wanted to figure out how to implement it. So I spent time with them going on and off. Mm -hmm. They actually did a pitch contest over in DuPage and got $3,000 to, oh, cool. uh, to promote the thing. Yeah. I can't say a lot more about it because oh. they made me sign a non-disclosure. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but, but I'm still very proud that we are able to help them. Yes. Um, yeah. And then just recently, Oswego East students looked us up, and, and they are doing a project called Algae Air. They discovered that the EPA has claimed over 50% of our schools have bad air. Really? And that's, that's making it hard for learning, hard for concentration, that kind of stuff. So they put in a, a proposal to the MIT Lendelson, um It's a contest they do out there each year. Yeah. They got accepted. They got a $7,500 grant to work on, on this thing. And basically the concept in a nutshell is they're going to pump air through an aquarium-like thing. It's filled with algae. The algae collects the pollutants in the air, they, and they've actually built a, a demo. They demonstrated it like a halfway through thing to the MIT people. Uh, I guess it was two weeks ago. Okay. Um, and and they had a prototype built. They built a bunch of the stuff for that prototype at Fox Build. Wow. And uh, they and they. I went to their presentation. These kids are just amazing. Yeah. You know, they didn't just, you know, here's this cool box that cleans the air. So we've got this box that cleans the air. We've got monitors in there. We're monitoring all the bad stuff going wow. in, coming out. What are we going to do with this algae? Because it's going to keep on growing. Well, they found a way to turn turn it into some plastic stuff. They had some, some samples there that they had made. They mix it with some other stuff. So they're looking at long-term sustainability. The wow. whole they, they they had, I don't know, six or eight areas, and I I couldn't think of an area that I thought they'd left out. <laughs> and yeah, so so that's really cool. I really enjoyed working with them. Yeah. So, um, and it speaks to you know what you guys offer is not just you know a space to make stuff, but the community with it. You know, with the different people that come in and kind of help you know, develop Fox Bill and, and make it part of their, their history. So, you know, and, and I think last that we talked, you had, you said you had like 100 members, like when we did the tour recently, right. you had around 100 We've members. we got about 100 members now. We don't really track it very closely. Yeah. Um, you know, we've grown fairly steadily. I think we probably had about 35, maybe 40 when we moved, you know, to, to 11 East Main. Um, but we're, we're definitely around 100 now. The other thing was when members decide, you know, not to stay joined, um, we use Slack as an internal communication system. Yeah. Okay. We always leave them on Slack. Okay. So okay. people that don't come into the building, don't build stuff anymore, they can still contribute on Slack. And we have a number of members that still hang on and follow us and, you know, come to the socials once a month, which are open to the public. That's awesome. And, and you know, they contribute that way. Yeah, absolutely. So can you elaborate on why 
uh, it's important for there to be uh, a space in the community such as Fox Build where people can come and have a collaborative space to make stuff. Well, you know, it's, it's interesting because a lot of the stuff that I'm interested in personally, I actually have the equipment at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not as much fun. Sure. You miss out on all the ideas that other people have. So you got that whole collaborative thing, and, and it feeds. You know, I got an idea, and you got a way to make it better, and I got a way to make your better thing better yet. And, yeah. And, and, and then the next person's got a third idea that adds in. And, and you just, it just, it's exponential. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so and we, already, we already talked about A3 being a successful thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure they learned some stuff from other members at Fox Build. There's a whole bunch of other startups that are, you know, there now and others that have been there with us. Um, and, and they've taught other members stuff, and I'm sure they've learned from other members. And, and so it's everybody helping everybody. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. So, um, all right. So, then Nick, your next question. Yeah. So, I guess w- one question I have for you is, you know, I, I know myself all the time I think, oh, I have a great idea for something, and I'm sure other people think the same way, but, you know, it's like you don't really know where to start. You know, you have an idea for an invention, but you don't, you're hesitant to get started. You don't know how to. I guess what advice do you have for someone like that? I, I guess it depends what part you're stuck on, but my, my mm-hmm. first advice would be do it. Yeah. Find a way to do it mm-hmm. because you probably won't regret trying, sure. but yeah. at some point you may regret that you didn't try, especially when you see somebody else had that same idea yep. and they made it successful. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, it's happened to me. I, I don't know how many members have told me, doggone it, I wish I'd done that because that was my <laughs> idea way back when. Um, but, but back to the other part of your question, um, Tim runs a thing once a month called Entrepreneurs Anonymous, okay. where you can bring an idea in and and say, you know, I was thinking about doing this, mm-hmm. and and there's a bunch of people with a bunch of different backgrounds, everything from the technical to the sales and marketing, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff, to kind of help push you along, answer some of the questions about what do I need to do to get started, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. For sure. So um, so that that'd be another good way to start. Okay. And are there any, I guess, upcoming events or workshops at Fox.Build that you like talk about? Um, we're, we're just kind of really getting back into the swing of things after COVID now. Okay. So we post all our stuff on meetup.com. Okay. We have a, a meetup uh, account. Um, coming up n- now, um, tomorrow night, there's an introduction to computer-aided design course that we're teaching. Uh, we're going to cover four different uh, CAD programs. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a different CAD program called OpenSCAD, which is okay. uh, computer-aided design, but it's more like programming. Okay. The, these other ones are more like what you see is what you get. It's a visual mm-hmm. visual thing. Um, there's a uh, songwriter's workshop coming up. Uh, when is that? The 22nd of March. Okay. okay. Um, Greg, who teaches uh, piano and guitar out of Fox Build, uh, runs music classes. Um, and then this one's uh, how, how to write songs or how to get started cool. writing That's really songs. <laughs> and uh, then there's on the uh, 24th, there's a Fiber Arts Friday that Timmer runs. And, uh, you know, that'll move anything basically with, with fiber. You know, he, oh. he runs spinning wheels, 
Uh, he's turning flax into uh, fiber and then, you know, doing stuff with that. Cool. There's some people that are into knitting and crocheting wow. that'll come in. Um, in fact, we just had a member that had come to his Fiber Arts Fridays for a couple times that joined yesterday. Yeah. Because she was just, oh, this is just so cool. And, and, and she wants to learn to metal lathe, which, you know, you, you think about metal lathe and crocheting and you're not going to see them together very often, but but I, I thought it was really cool. She she's just excited to learn all all the stuff there, but got there because of the fiber. Yeah, well, it's so cool. Just the wide range of you know makers and things that you guys you know workshops that you offer is just really neat. So, yeah, yeah, we're hoping to to ramp up and teach more stuff. Um, you know, we've made it clear to the members that anytime they'd like to teach something, we'd love to have them do it. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, you talked about Meetup, but, you know, how else can people find out about Fox Build? Um, well, we have a Facebook page. It's Fox Build Shop on Facebook. Okay. Um, the easiest way to find everything is our website, okay. fox.build. There's, there's no .com, just fox.build. Yep. <laughs> Um, that confuses people sometimes. Okay. Um, but all the other sites that we, we manage are linked to off of there. Okay. So that, that's the easiest way. We oh. also have a YouTube channel that we try to get new stuff on. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out it takes a little more time to make YouTube videos than anyone would think. <laughs> Absolutely. So is there anything? So awesome job, Doug. Uh, really great to have you on today and get to talk about Fox.Build. So and our last question for you is, is there anything that you'd like to say to the St. Charles community before we wrap up here? Um, stop on by. Check us out. Check out the stuff in the window. If you'd like a tour, let us know. Um, we're always happy to give tours. Uh, even if you just want to see what it's all about and don't intend to join. So easiest way to schedule a tour is go on our website in the upper right-hand corner. There's a tour link and just fill in the, the info there and sign up uh, for a day. Sounds good. So, all right. Well, yeah. Thank you, Doug. It's been so awesome to have you on here. And, you know, we'll always be happy to – I always love getting to drive by you guys every day and see, like, the people working in the window and what's going on over there. So, um, you know, can't wait to see how you guys continue to grow here in St. Charles. So, But that will wrap up our episode here today. Thank you all again for listening. We'll have more episodes down the road. So until then, everyone, stay safe, stay healthy. We'll see you next time.